Shayna, we should tell listeners right up front, they might hear some background noise behind you because you are a professional journalist on a stakeout <laughs> right now in the field. It's That's it's very exciting, of course. It is. It's one of the more exciting parts of my job. <laughs> there was a huge thing at the Capitol this week, something we don't see very often at all, the veto override. What happened? Yeah, this is a tool that, particularly when you have a Republican-controlled legislature and a Republican governor, you just don't see very often. And this is only the fourth veto override in Michigan in the last 66 years. And what happened was, is there was this bill that the governor vetoed last year, and it's sped up the phase out of the sales tax on the value of a trade-in when buying a new vehicle. And essentially what that means is it's a tax cut for people who are buying new cars. This was a very popular bill, even among Democrats. And this week, one day, just kind of out of nowhere, the Senate Majority Leader threw it up on the board. Everybody voted in favor of it. And then it went to the House. And by the end of the day, we kind of made history for Governor Snyder's tenure. In the days since this override, we've heard Opinion makers in and around Michigan saying he's a lame duck. He is losing his grip on policymaking here. Some people even saying he should resign at this point after the veto override. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Put this into context for us. What does this actually mean for the relationship between our Republican governor and our Republican-led legislature? Well, if you ask the leaders in the House and Senate, they will tell you that it doesn't really mean anything, that this is kind of part of the process. And in fact, Speaker of the House Tom Leonard was asked essentially that question, what is your relationship now right after the veto override? And I'll let him explain it. This is the legislative process. Uh, The governor had his prerogative. He was within his right to veto the bill and the fact that we had the the votes to override we had our right and prerogative to to override his veto and that's what we did today so nobody should take this personally there it shouldn't cause tension it shouldn't hurt uh, our working relationships going forward so to paraphrase speaker leonard nbd no big deal right <laughs> Right. But what he's not explaining is that there has been some tension between this legislature, which is very GOP tax cut fever focused, and our very much accountant CPA focused governor. The governor has really pushed back and stressed that the general fund really isn't in a good place for more of these tax cuts that the legislature wants. So this is an issue that has been going on for for quite a while now. This is interesting for me as someone who covered the legislature during the first part of Governor Snyder's term. I mean, he came in guns a-blazing, right? I mean, he and Republicans had control over both chambers of the legislature and the governor's office. They started pushing through their agenda quickly. Big controversial bills like overhauling corporate taxes in Michigan, right to work, the emergency manager law, these things flew through the legislature because there was synchronization between the governor's office and the legislature. Now, this is way different and it has big implications for policymaking. Absolutely. If you don't have that synchronization, as you put it, uh, between the legislature and the governor, it is well within the governor's ability to just not sign and just to veto every bill that comes on his desk. Like you said, he's in his lame duck. What does he have to lose? And and at the end of the day, this veto override is an, is an incredibly rare tool that they can use because in a lot of the things that the Republicans in the legislature want to get done, they're not going to have the Democratic support that they would need to override his veto. So you really need for them to have some sort of a gelling and coming together in order to really make law in the state. We'll see if this means tensions during Tuesday's State of the State address in the room. But Shana, we'll, we'll catch up after that. All right. Sounds good. Thanks for having me.